0: Welcome back to the show. Today, I want to share with you some questions to ask yourself before sharing your story. I actually have had a couple of people reach out recently about writing their story in a collaborative book or in their own solo book. And they're like, how do I know if I'm ready? How do I mean, first off, I do believe deep down that when the idea drops on you, it's actually for you. It's we just as humans, we get stuck in the how. But if the idea drops down, it's meant for you on its own timeline. Like I recently had the download of it's time to write your second book. And I have a lot of things on the go right now that feels absolutely ridiculous to make time for a second book, but it's dropped down probably three times in the last little bit. And when I had the one drop down, I just sat there and went, I think this is trying to say something. It felt real. And shortly after that, one of my closest friends who was moving across the country said a statement to me. And as soon as she said it, we both looked at each other and she goes, that's the name of your second book. And I, and I knew it, I knew it as soon as she said it. So I went home and I checked and it is available. It was available. So I picked up the domain name. You don't need to do that as an aside, but I did pick up the domain name and I just went, this is meant to happen and it's going to happen sooner than later but i also release the control the expectations of when and i trust that it's going to come when it's supposed to since then i've probably had three people reach out and say i think you could help me write my solo book so this is if this speaks to you reach out please because i will be doing this um starting early october and helping a very small group of people through a six month mastermind put their manuscript together so that aside, that's where this episode came from. And I wanted to share that with you because I do believe there's some questions that you should ask yourself before sharing your story, whether it is in a book, a collab book, your solo book, a podcast, a live, whatever that is. And these are just, again, my opinion, my experience that I have found make a big difference because you want to come from a space of speaking and, you know, authority that not in authority in a sense that you have lived these lessons right? We never, I'm never going to share anything with you that I have not walked through myself. It's, I have no idea. It's just been a number one rule of mine from the beginning. And I encourage that for you because that's where authenticity comes from is that you are sharing things that you have walked through. Not what your friend walked through, not what you read in a book, but what you walk through. So these are a few of the questions that I want you to ask yourself. Number one, get clear on why you want to share it. Like for what purpose? Who would you love to help inspire or provide support to with sharing your story? A lot of times this comes down to being a past version of yourself. Like I think back to, God, it would have been nice if people would have been talking about teen substance abuse from a parent perspective, not an angry, resentful, like really hurt, frustrated space but from a space of sharing, like, how did you navigate it? What did you do? Because when I was going through this eight years ago, not a soul was talking about it. It just was not happening. And now it's much more commonplace conversation to hear, but that's who I originally felt like I wish that this was available when I was going through it. That's not always the case, but that was what was common for me. Number two, ask yourself if you're still in the story, if you're still a victim or stuck in the story, if you're still replaying, if you're still trying to justify why you're in this position, if you're still blaming someone else, then you're not in the best space to share your story. And the reason is, is that especially, especially if you're a person who wants to create change, if you don't want to stay in that space, but you speak from that space, that is what you're going to attract. You're going to attract more and more people who are in the exact same energy that you're in. And that is never going to help you to shift your story. It's just not going to happen. So sharing your story requires that you move from victim to victor in your story, right? You are literally the hero or the heroine of your story at all time that because you found your way through. So when you get to a space of being on your story, you have perspective. You can see things differently. You really start to see what is possible that I really encourage that that is a space that you move to before you even consider sharing or showing up authentically. You do the inner work first because you go first. We always go first. We go first in our own lives. That's the only way that you can authentically share a story. Next, narrow down the lessons that you've learned, right? What um, What are you the expert of? How can you support someone else who may be experiencing what you went through? These lessons can open up doors for others, right? Businesses, avenues, things that you can't even see yet. Like if, if you would have told me that I would get to do the work that I do today because I started sharing my story back then, I would have never believed it like at all in a million years. It opened up doors for other things that actually I was meant to be doing, but I had to start here first because... Go back to the last point. I had to come from that healed space. I had to be in a space of being okay with sharing who I was, with not blaming others, and really being in a space of standing on the story. So that's a big piece, narrowing down what it is that you want to be sharing. Next, can you be vulnerable with your part of the story? This is a really tough question. Vulnerability takes courage and it is the path to building connections and it is a hundred percent about you, no one else. Can you share the story you want to share and do it if the people involved in the story were in the exact same room, like standing in the room with you, you can't control how they're going to take it, but you can control how you speak it. That's the difference. And from the beginning, I was in a space of, I will always share my story and leave my kids in integrity because they can share their own story down the road if they want to they can, and they're going to have a different perspective. And I also heard a stat recently that I can't remember if it's two years, three years or whatever it was, but our past stories over time, we only remember 50% accuracy, which sounds crazy. Cause there are things that I'm like, Nope, I remember exactly how that happened, but it's interesting. Cause what if I do actually, what if we do lose the details as we go? So it's, only, it's so important. You are only sharing from your own space, your own story. That's it. Nothing else. That's how you learn to leave others in integrity. You cannot control how they're going to react to it. You can 100% control how you share it. That's up to you. And if you can't do that with parts of your story, then my answer is it's not meant to be shared. It's actually not meant to be shared. And that's okay. There are massive parts of my story that will never make any, any kind of book podcast because if they're just, they don't serve a purpose, right? You want to leave everyone in integrity and you really want to raise the energy collective and what is possible for others. If I'm going to come in here and bitch nonstop about everything that my kids did wrong, like who does that move forward? It doesn't do anything for anybody. So it's okay that a big chunk of your story might not be shared. And I realize that might be confusing, but that's sometimes how it is. It's that simple. Lastly, okay, lastly, the, and I could have done like twenty points on this, but I want to keep it nice and short. What is the reader going to take away, learn, or experience from reading or hearing your story? Because it's actually not about you, right? In this, in in society, in the world right now, we are definitely a "what's in it for me" society. We are. It's just let's just face it. So when you are speaking, when you are sharing, when you are writing, what is in it for the listener or the reader, even podcasting, I will try my best to share parts of my story and tie it back in for you. But it really comes down to what's in it for you, because that's like you're here to grow and learn and develop. So how can I share something that's going to move the needle forward in your life for you? We have to make it about someone else. It's about what the reader can take away from your story and how they can see themselves in your story. You're a mirror for them, for what is possible. That's why the details of the story never actually matter. What matters is we connect based on pain, emotions, suffering, all of those pieces. That's what we connect on with humans. And that one took me a while to get because a number of my first clients didn't have anything to do with substance abuse but they recognize the emotions and the experiences and what I was feeling. That's what they felt. So allow people to see you because you're a mirror for them. And that is what is important when it comes to sharing your story. You're showing them a way to navigate out of their difficult story, out of their circumstances. You're giving them hope, permission, light, freedom, possibilities. So the story is about sharing it for others even autobiographies. If you read like really, really like famous autobiographies, you will see how through that hero's journey, you can see yourself in their story. You are learning how to navigate something in your life because they're showing you how they did it. That's a really key part when it comes to sharing your story. And it really helps to keep the details in perspective. So I would love to know how any of these land with you. And if you have any questions on whether you are somebody who wants to write a solo book or you want to know what it's like to write in a collaborative book, because we will be having other collaborative books coming in as well. If that speaks to you, just message me anywhere. You can reach me in the show notes. You can reach me on social media. And because I had somebody this week ask and say, I don't know if I'm ready. And we started to talk a little bit about her story and where she's at. And I kind of pointed her in a direction of a few things to work on. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. There's no race. There's, I really believe that when we make decisions out of alignment in the right time, they become effortless. The reason we struggle so much is because we're trying to push against something that isn't meant for us quite yet. And that's okay. That's okay. So if that speaks to you, I would love to know and hear how this message, this episode lands. And if you want to join us for the NLP coaching certification, the link is in the show notes. This is the wait list. That will be opening up in early 2023, but the presale is coming and the bonuses, promos and extended payment plans available. It's incredible, honestly, what's coming through this waitlist. So if it speaks to you and you want to learn more, jump in. There's absolutely no obligation, but you're here to learn and there's some incredible bonuses. So on that, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the shares or the subscribes, the ratings and reviews. Honestly, you continue to help me to grow this podcast and I'm forever grateful. Have an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning in to the own your choices on your life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes, and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.